loud about nothing. It's me, your boy, the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, it may not be blood, but he is my nephew. Give it up for the cute boy himself, Robbie. Robbie boy, say what's up. What's up? 100 episodes. Wow. I know. It's been uh, a lot of hours, a lot of unreleased parts of the podcast. A lot of unreleased, but also a lot of released. We have more content than Game of Thrones. We've put out more content than The Sopranos. A lot of content that we've put out. I mean... This is amazing. We are a jam band. We're a jam band, uh, we're, uh, we're a jam band of comedy. In some ways, yeah, yeah. In some band, in some ways, we're a jam band of comedy. I love that you were in your tie-dye for that, right? Uh, yeah, of course. I read a beautiful saying today. Which is what? It's easy to start, hard to continue. Easy to start, hard to continue. Some people say the opposite. Uh, yeah, I guess that is true. You have motivation in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. have you're excited. Yes. We're, it's yeah. good. We're, we're grooving. Right? Oh, look at this. We're going. Oh, this is going to be exciting when you're in it. It's just what it is. And that's hard. Sometimes when you're in it and you posted a clip to the grid and then the capital is getting seized. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, maybe we got to do What do we do? <laughs> and we're talking about uh, thirst traps from Disney World or something like that. Oh yeah, there's there's some stuff that that no one could have ever taught us how to d- handle with this pod, you know? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. what do you do when the capital storm and you got an episode to release? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, what do you do? You know? Yeah, you don't know. You don't know, <laughs> especially when the episode's about, talk, about how horny about people are. Got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're like, all right, maybe we'll talk about uh, middle school this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, the world's falling apart again. Ah, you know what? Did you do anything I jerked funny off in my dance? pool yeah. this time. <laughs> Let's talk about like that. The first time I jerked off in a pool. Yeah. The first only time, Robbie. Don't be spreading rumors out there. Only time. Robbie, do you know that you've been in that pool? How do you feel about that? We've never checked in on that. Uh, apparently, the filter works very well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this. I think this is where we should announce. Robbie's got a little bit of baby coming. He's got my little baby boy coming my no, way. No. Right? Robbie. No, you're, I mean, apparently the filter works very well. I can't it's you're not even supposed to go near it. It could suck me in. So I would hope that by now that the uh, sperm has been sucked into the filter years later. Maybe, maybe not. I think we're good. You th- you think you're good? I think everything's good. Did that ever cross your mind when you're in the pool this summer? No, I jerked off on the couch that you've sat on. <laughs> Obviously, I never thought that for a second. In the Poconos, I was there for five months. You don't think you I do- ever jerked off on the couch? I've never jerked off in a living room. You've never, you've in never a had a house room? to yourself for five months. In a living room? No, I've never. You've never had a house to yourself for five months. In a kitchen, I have. Standing in a kitchen, above the sink. you have? <laughs> standing above the sink. <laughs> All right, well, let's, we have a bunch of calls. Before we start doing the calls, though, we have a show, September 24th. My birthday is September 21st. So I do plan to go out after. I mean, the first, whether we're going to have birthdays or not, I think we'll be going out after the shows. We've been having uh-huh. a good time. The last two times lights up at the bar. We get a guest who is a, a New York City legend, improviser, stand up. Me and you were doing stuff. I mean, they've been a lot of fun on the show. So yeah. September 24th, 
grab the tickets. We're expecting the tickets to sell. I mean, the first two shows, we sold a lot of tickets. So come out, yeah. come have fun, grab them. And we're going to put on a great show. It's going to be exciting. Friday, September 24th. I'm going to be there. I'll be. I'll be there too. Nice. So far, we got two tickets. We have two we people. Buy- oh, we got two We don't people. buy tickets. Oh, we don't no, buy we tickets. we already have tickets sold. So grab. Oh, okay. 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 Um, if you listen to this podcast, we love seeing the listeners. Obviously, yeah. we love when you bring your friends and other people and people don't listen that come or literally anybody who comes. But when listeners come, you guys come up there after. It's great. We love it. It's, it's nice. It, it's very nice. But yeah. So come out to the show. It's going to be a fucking fun time. Last time I got too drunk. It is what it is. Kid. You definitely did. But we <laughs> speaking of the listeners, I think they were a part in part of. I mean, we obviously take call ins every week if if listeners would want to call in. Uh, but just we've through DMs talking to people through supporting. Like, obviously, we've been growing. We asked for reviews. You guys gave us reviews. We asked for call ins. You guys give us call ins. We ask for you to tell your friends the podcast grows. It's like you guys, the listeners have been amazing. So we wanted to do 100th episode. We're going to play calls from the listeners. We got a ton of calls. I don't think we'll be able to get to all of them, but we're going to play as many as we can. And thank you guys so much for uh, for calling it. Beautiful. All right, Robbie. Robbie, let me hear these calls. You know why? Because I love hearing from these people. We have. We're going to start. We have some former guests that called in. Nice. Uh, and we're going to start, I'm sure, who have become listeners. Some former guests listen. Some, but uh, we're going to start. Some don't. Some don't. Some, don't, some definitely <laughs> don't. Some don't. Some definitely don't. Some, de- some, de- some definitely I'm don't sure even acknowledge they did know. the podcast. <laughs> yeah, some don't. Some don't even acknowledge we exist after it happens. Uh, it is what it is. And that's beautiful. And you know what? My heart goes out to you. You know what I mean? My heart goes out to you and yours. Um, but some, some, some do, which some is beautiful, do, which is amazing. So let's, you know uh, I like stirring some drama and I, I like making some drama and you know what? Let the audience make their own conclusions about what, what is, you know what I'm saying? The audience is in on the drama. Hey, you come September 24th. I have enough <laughs> yeah. shots. It is what it is. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Holy fuck. I thought, uh, I thought I had to ask you what, or, ask you what we wanted to know about you guys, but, uh, after that voice, but you, you threw me for a loop here, fucking Robbie. Uh, it's, uh, how you doing, guys? Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, I guess I'm getting loud about the fucking rain today. Fuck this rain. It's drizzling. It sucks. It, it's, what am I saying? It's more than drizzling. It's, it's pounding the windshield. It sucks. Okay? Yeah, well, I'm talking hands-free right now, so it's safe. But no, uh, I, I, but also, I wanted to tell you guys, I, uh, I, listen, I'm fucking fumbling here. You guys fuck, Robbie, you fucked me up with that voicemail. All right, so, uh, just, just tell me about, I guess, uh, fuck, marry, kill, salsa, queso, guacamole, all right? I want to hear, I want to hear what you think about that. It's a tough one. They're all fantastic. They all blow balls off, so let's see. Let's hear it, all right? Alright, and uh, and also, if you had to choose, I know maybe you guys are health conscious, who gives a fuck, but your favorite uh, fast food item from your fi- from whatever fast food place, alright? Alright. Love you, boys. Smooches. 
Smooches. Smooches. Smooches. Lukey Lunchbox coming through Lukey with the Lunchbox. call. Lunchbox. Call number you, one. Great call. Also, if, sorry if it was confusing. The voicemail prompt is still the same about getting loud about something. But we did ask for this episode. Just ask us a question. So Robbie? thank you. Uh, thanks, Robbie? Lukey. Who's Dibble. that on? Who is that on? I could have changed the voicemail prompt just for the 100th episode. 100%, but it yeah. is what it is. Lukey. Of course, we recognize Lukey Lunchbox from his classic blow your balls off fucking catchphrase. <laughs> um, Luke, also, he says it's drizzling out. This was the he probably called on the day that it was the hurricane and that all the streets flooded and you couldn't even I know, drive which, down the streets, which we're OK. People reached out. We ended up getting home safe. It was a little bit of a wild ride. We almost ran out of gas. I was driving home. You I was panicked, Robbie. Yeah, it was a it was very bad. <laughs> This is what's happening. We're in the fucking flood, right? We're driving home from a show, right? Robbie's in the car with me. We're driving home and it's pouring. It's pouring, pouring. And the kid's hungry because Robbie, every time he gets in the car, I go, did you eat? You know, because he never eats before he gets in the car. The kid's hungry. I go, fine. I I go, we'll get you pizza on the way home. And it's pouring. And he goes, "Ah, I don't think we're going to make it to Villa Monte's in time. I go, okay, I'll get off for the Bay Ridge pizza. Okay, bro. I go, I'll get off for the Bay Ridge pizza. Robbie, let me tell the story. I go, I'll get off. You got to feed the kid what he's got to eat. You know, I go to get off for the Bay Ridge pizza. I can't get to Bay Ridge pizza because it is literally four feet of rain. I get stuck in the water. I had to make a U-turn Titanic style to avoid the iceberg. And then Robbie goes, okay. You can't go around the block. I go, Bayridge Pizza was the one that was six feet underwater, bro. So then we get back on the highway. I wasn't even thinking about Bayridge Pizza until it was in my mind that we were almost there. Yeah, we needed to just get home. The kid always brings up Bayridge Pizza. Don't you dare trust him. And so then I go, we got to get home. It's literally hazard lights on. We're driving so slow, so slow. I was looking at my Insta while I was driving. (laughs) Yeah, you're texting, DMing on stories. It is what it is. I was driving so slow. It is, it it is, is what, what it is. It is hurricane. It was a hurricane, but I still had to. I still had to reply. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so we finally I'm running out of gas and Robbie's worried about pizza. He's no, calling I wasn't the pizza. That, well, I He's was calling just calling the pizza to see if they were going to be open. <laughs> He's calling. I literally this pizza place is across. I could walk to it. It is across the street from my grandma's house. It's not. A, I wasn't like. There's lines it is on is. the gas. We can't get down roads because there's so much water down roads. People are making U-turns down r- wrong one ways. There, my gas says I have zero miles I could go. We're stuck in the rain. We can't get to a gas station. And Robbie, oh, uh, hey, do you think that you're going to stay open till 11? Because I love to get a slice. <laughs> He's on the phone with the pizza ladies. <laughs> Because you know what? I'll call back. That's Maybe serious. you'll see. I, seriously, when I get drunk, my my conditioning for pizza is wild. But anyways, fuck Mary Kill. I was just worried about getting Salsa stuck guac. in a hurricane. Definitely, definitely. And you were worried about if you were going to grab a slice. No, I was worried that we were going to get home safe. That is the number one concern. <laughs> that we were going to get gas and get home safe. We needed to get gas and we needed to get home safe. Those were the two most important things. Here's the question. If I got a flat tire, but we had unlimited pizza in the back seat, would you be happy? If we got stuck in the rain, but we had 12 no. pies behind us, zero no. calorie no. pies. No, you wouldn't no. be happy. OK, I don't. The calories is what it is. I don't want to be stuck in the rain. I mean, do I have to okay. go outside or could I be under an awning? You could be you could be in the car. You and I could eat and we could watch Netflix. 
Tesla style. And there's no somebody else comes and fixes the tire. We don't have mm-hmm. to fix the tire. We don't have yep. to jack it up. No, nope. yeah, that wouldn't have been that. I would have been fine. With <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill, salsa, guacamole, person, queso. That person is both of our fathers. Have to stay in the right. To, uh, <laughs> then, then no, I don't want to. Then no, that. that was good. That I was don't good. Okay. About that. FMK, FMK, salsa, guac, and queso. Queso. All right, go ahead. What do you got? Tough. Tough. I think Mary Guac, fuck queso, kill salsa. Okay. Mary Guac. Guac is the one I should marry. Guac. I love guac. I love guac. I really you... like guac. I probably get guac more out than queso, but man, is queso good. I know. I f- okay. I fuck queso. You fuck queso. Okay. I fuck. I fuck. Who are you fucking queso? Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking queso. We're both fuck. I think you fuck queso no matter what. You fuck the cheese. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. I marry I probably, salsa. I, I probably cheat on guac sometimes. I probably don't just fuck of queso course. once. <laughs> I don't know, know if I, I don't know if me and I don't know if I'm faithful to guac. I, that's interesting. No one ever talks about how how often you could fuck in the fuck marry kills. Yeah. Is it a guma situation? Yeah. Because then I'm talking <laughs> yeah. because it's easy to marry salsa when you're guma. It's fucking it's fuck it's, queso. It's, yeah. it's queso, queso yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy. I marry celery in that regard. You know what I'm saying, bro? Exactly. I'm just looking for the healthiest option. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. for the day to day, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like sauce is going to get me through those times. Yeah. Exactly. You don't want you don't like walk. Nah, you know what? Makes my throat itchy. Oh, I know. I forgot. I forgot that you don't you can't eat onions. If, <laughs> <laughs> you have an allergic you're allergic to onions. This is why you can't. You got to kill guac. I got to kill guac. I can't do onions. I can't do onions. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite fast food? Interesting. I'm going to. I. All right. You go. First. You know what? I want to say something from Wendy's, but I'm going to have to say a quesarita from fucking Taco Bell. OK. It's a quesadilla, but a burrito. A quesarita from Taco Bell. My stomach, my stomach just just agreed. My stomach made a noise. You can't hear the microphone. So I have to go. You have to oh, go like yeah. OG fast food. No, you don't. I could do like Shake Shack. No, you can't do Shake Shack. You fucking bougie piece of shit. You can't do <laughs> shit. That's bougie. As so fuck. I have to do classic fast food. Yeah, like as an adult, what did I get the most? I would get Shake Shack. I would get. It's not what you got the most. I'm not getting quesaritas every other day. Oh, just like all time favorite. All time favorite. What, what's so Any hard about fast this question? food item? Any fast food item. Any Probably the food. Frosty from Wendy's, I guess. Boom. Boom. There you go. Uh, you fucking child. See, Wendy's. there you go. Yeah. Wow. You were going to say Shake Shack. Uh, yeah. Like the cheeseburger at Shake Shack, the double Shack burger at Shake Shack. You know what I'm going to say? I went to this restaurant in Paris and they had these mashed potatoes that they poured on a plate that looked like cheese. I'm going to say that's my favorite fast food item. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. I'm playing by your rules, Robbie. I'm playing by it was a sit down restaurant. Very expensive. But I'm going to say that's my favorite restaurant. OK, fast food. OK, I'll it was go, fast. Yeah. What do yeah. you say? I guess the frosty. Yeah, that I would get that a lot. Nice. Even in college. I never had I would never. I don't think I ever went to you never had a frosty. No, no, no. You don't like chocolate milkshakes. I don't like milk, chocolate milk. So I I don't know. I'm not going to fuck with the frosty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also on Staten Island, they never do ice cream at the fast food places. They didn't do a Wendy's frosty. Nah, it's always closed. 
It's always closed. Wow. There's never been, there's never, we've never had ice cream on Sen Out. Yeah. We had the fucking truck and it's that just was it. Ralph's. Ralph's has a, is a it's just my ice. boss and he just, he's just like, there'll be no fucking ice cream on this island besides Ralph's. Listen to me. If there's not chips in it, if it's not ice chips, yeah. it's not in fucking Staten Island. Okay. You hear me? <laughs> you hear me, motherfuckers? Yeah. Thank you, Lukey. Smoosh is back. Smooches. Hey guys, this is Corrupted Mask making an unbelievable crossover just to say congratulations on a hundred great shows. Later. That was nice. That's your that old podcast. Nice. Yes. You could tell it's my old podcast by the by the username. They don't even say that I did a podcast, a conspiracy theory podcast. So this person doesn't say their name and they just say it's Corrupted Mask. <laughs> it's, it's cool. So everybody it. had names. They were like a listener or they were uh they would call yeah. it. Everyone would have everyone would make up names who they were to the podcast, okay. you know, in the conspiracy theory. Well, thank you, yes. Corrupted Mass. Thanks for listening. 100 episodes. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, I know I don't do any conspiracy stuff on here really at all, but you know what? Were I'm you really f- doing it on the old one? <laughs> I didn't do shit on the old one. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it straight. Let's get it is what it is. People used to complain that I talk I talk too much about my my mother on the old podcast. <laughs> They'd be trying to talk. They they'd be trying to talk about people that live under the ground, and and I'd be trying to talk about fucking my mom. You know, you know, we did a whole episode on, on Barack Obama getting head from a guy on that podcast, <laughs> and you were on it. You were on my yeah. hot mic the whole time. I was a hot mic uh, talking about how someone wrote a book about Barack Obama. Um, picked picked it was driving around D.C. in a limo. I believe his name is Robert St. Clair. Um, I believe. Uh, look that up. See if that's right. Okay. Um, Robert St. Clair. He wrote a book on Obama. Obama was in the back of a limo driving around and he pulled and Obama pulled to the side and said, hey, do you want a party? And he said, okay. And he got in and him and Obama smoked cracked and he sucked up Larry St. Clair. Larry St. Clair. <laughs> Cocaine, <laughs> sex, lies, murder. That was the name of his book. Barack, and it was about him smoking, smoking crack and sucking Barack. So Obama's did you believe neck. it? Were you? Uh, no, like, I no think one believed this. this. <laughs> no one believed this. This is the biggest load of garbage you ever heard. Cocaine, sex, lies, murder. This it was, was your at, old podcast. This so I mean, this is the crossover that that we're getting. So it is a little bit different, you know. The only well, thank difference you for sticking with us here. Yeah, I just want to say thank you. I've changed it from from us to talk about Barack getting head and doing drugs. And instead I put me in that story and I'm making yeah. it all up. Okay. <laughs> instead, I'm the one in the back of the limo. I, I am Larry Sinclair and Barack Obama in these stories. Okay? Knowing yourself. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. All right. Hey hotties. Just wanted to call in and congratulate you guys on your hundredth episode. And uh, also ask for some advice. I was just recently asked to be an officiant of a wedding next year for two of my good friends. Any advice for things I should say? Maybe some tips for things I should avoid saying? Uh, There's going to be over 200 people there, and I definitely don't want to make a fool of myself. Thanks, and congrats again on 100 episodes. Love you guys. Great call. Also, for the listeners who have listened to every episode, he had had one of the most iconic calls. That's all I'll say. What call? You remember his voice. I don't remember his voice, Robbie. Please don't don't. You're not the Riddler. Come on, Jim Carrey. Tell me what's happening. Anal, anal on Christmas. 
Oh, that's anal on Christmas. That was anal on Christmas. Wow. To throw them under the bus, but I, I mean, recognize I know the what voice. I mean, I know what you got to open the wedding speech with. You know <laughs> no, what I'm no, saying? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I know what you you got to open the wedding speech with. Interesting. So here's the deal. There has officiating. to be a... have you ever officiated a wedding? You'll, yeah, you my seem like you've officiated a wedding. Okay. My sisters, I'm doing my twins. Um, oh, you are officiating your twins as well. Yeah, I'm officiating my twins okay. um, and her husband. So great call. Yeah, great call. I'm a good guy to ask, I guess. You know, uh, I just got my email from fucking the ministry church of life. It says Reverend Sebastian Canelli. I go, yeah. oh, <laughs> I, I go take me to church. You know yeah. the same, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a so there's a reason a connection that you have with them that they're asking. Also, you they for. trust you that you like you're like, I don't want to fuck it up. They trust you that you could give a speech before. No one is going to be like, we're going to have the person officiate the wedding who's never publicly spoken before. Yeah. But what makes your relationship special to those two people? You know? Yeah. What do you know about them that nobody else does? Not nobody. Else, but what's your connection to them? And how because that's probably the reason why they're asking you. Yeah. Right. You don't think I think that mixed with the fact that they know that they, <laughs> you'll do a good job because yeah, I, I like somebody just floated the idea to me and I'm not the closest person to these people by far. I just think that they're like, oh, he has experience. Well, he's close enough and also has experience talking in front uh, of an audience and would like not fuck it up because some people don't really know how to. That's what I mean. You it's your sisters, but it's also like, you know how to do that. I'm uh, also. I also like like, confidence. Don't be too jokey. No, don't be too jokey. Don't be too hacky. Like, you know, no joke is at this point. Don't make you don't need to make a lot of jokes. No, you don't. You don't need to make a lot of jokes. Yeah, you can make a couple really light, easy jokes. Very easy. Very easy jokes. You know, it's sweet. Do not reference exes. Don't reference exes at the altar. (laughs) Especially this is not a best man speech. You're at the altar. Yes, this is a magical moment. Yes. You have to be there. And listen, bro, you better take a couple acting classes and le- learn how to pretend to cry because you better be crying in that. You better drop a tear. <laughs> you think you need you think it, a, a, a tear must happen? You better. If you don't drop a tear, you at least predict, you go, excuse me, throw an excuse me in and boom, bro. You just throw it up. Get yeah, a, and that's what I do. Throw clear. <clears throat> excuse me um yeah like yeah. you just need to hit the excuse me one time at one point you need to hit at, one emotional break you need to if you're not if you're officiating a wedding and you personally know them and you don't hit them when they excuse me th- we might be worried about your soul you know what i'm saying bro <laughs> they are expecting an excuse me they want to think here's the deal i don't know this couple they want to think their love is so special it affects you emotionally okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do want to think that they, that's what the wedding is, that their love is so fucking special that you go, oh, my God, that makes me feely, feely inside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they want. So give them that. It's their wedding day. Yes. Because every other day is for you, playboy. <laughs> but this also you do that's- a good job. It's not a bad. It's the, the, the whole bridal party has a front row seat. You're getting access immediately. Oh, that was such a good job. Yeah, please. So I guess don't be too jokey. Yes. Try to make sure you at least hit one emotional beat uh, and center how like beautiful they're. Also, not too long. How long was your officiation? Quick. 
quick in and out five minutes less than five minutes no i did a whole ceremony bro it was 25 minutes oh really i had to talk you i did the whole ceremony my speech was five minutes yeah 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 but i read dude oh my wait God. so what is it how do you structure a ceremony you structured they, it or they my people give it, to you? it my she, six she, she, she found something it. online that she liked and she, she like picked passages for me to read and okay. at one point i had to read a passage from shakespeare okay <laughs> and i remember listening on my phone to uh uh someone spe- it was sir ian mckellen was giving that shakespeare monologue and i just kept listening to it over and over so you again. did a slight English accent, a hundred percent, not on purpose. That's just how Ian McKellen said it. And my sister's wedding video is a montage of photos throughout the day with in the backgrounds. The VO is me giving this fucking Shakespeare monologue in this. Like, I don't have iambic pentameter. There's nothing happened on. There's a slightly English accent going, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, and that's how my sister will forever remember the day. It's Staten Island with a, a tint of English. Classy Staten Island. <laughs> ye old mother, you know? <laughs> yeah, ye old mother. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, so. Um, that's but, a lot I mean, to ask. That is a lot to ask somebody 25 minutes. I mean, your sister, but if you have friends. It was my sister. Uh, I was on. No, no, no. Was, yeah, uh, of course, of course. But that's, I was uh, on that's cool. Also, my sister always tells a story. They're upstairs. They had like a private section and it's the uh, cocktail hour. Everyone's walking around getting their drinks, right? Okay. They go, okay. They go for the cocktail hour. My sister requested that her and her husband get a space alone upstairs so they can like connect and look at each other's eyes. Yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm doing the jerk off side in the air. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they go. So, and they could enjoy some of the food. They brought up all the food, all like a serving, uh, like servings of everything for them to enjoy in this private room. Right. Okay. It's supposed to be for them to connect after they just got married. My big ass didn't know this was happening. I, I, I walked up the steps. I go, what the fuck are you two doing up here? Everyone's downstairs hanging out. They go, oh, no, we have a special time alone. I go, oh, nice. I literally go leave the room, grab a chair and bring it in the room. <laughs> and the three of us just sit at the table for their special time. For together. Their special. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just talking to them about bullshit. That's my one friend who calls it to this podcast a lot. My friends went on their honeymoon. We, he uh-huh. like had his wedding in Hawaii and then they continued their wedding and went to another island. And my one friend like also went to that island for a few days and like part of their honeymoon, they wanted to do like this beautiful helicopter tour around the island. And my friend <laughs> sat in between the two of them. Stop. Stop. <laughs> they were sending my one friend who just got married sent to me videos of him on this helicopter with our other friend in between the two of them. I don't know if it was a weight distribution thing or a hundred percent was a hundred percent was. So on their honeymoon doing this like beautiful helicopter tour. So it is what it is. You know what? People like that are good for couples. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes it's good for a couple to be like, can you believe blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's a good story. Yeah, we still joke about it. No, it's good when someone else is your enemy. What makes yeah, what, enemy, but yeah, yeah. no, no, no. But you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like what makes what makes someone your friends more than having a foe? They'll talk about more. Your sister will talk more about that time before they did that. The fact that you were there, like it would have oh. been nice. It would have been beautiful. Whatever. What, I also what 30 also minutes. She, she if you were train. up there for 20 minutes. <laughs> that's fun. They'll always talk about that. Also, there's something else that happened. OK, what else happened? 
she she had like she was getting ready before the wedding and she had like a huge train for for her dress. And I walk in the room. It was my sister, my mother, my other sister. I walk in the room. I go, what's going on? And my sister's just on the bowl because she can't close the door. And then oh, I, because of the train. So I'm just talking to my sister. She's pissing up before a wedding. Day. Amazing. I mean, class, uh, you know, we have another call that actually oh, we have another call. wedding. I'm sorry. I should stop talking so much. Hi, friends. I'm attending around a dozen weddings in 2021 and 2022. So I need to know your opinion when it comes to the cake cutting. Are you into feeding or smashing? Love you guys. Let me know. What was the options? Seeding? Feed, feeding or smashing. Uh, so like you like do a cute little feed or you like put the the cake in the person's face. Interesting. Yeah, good, 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 good. Apparently question. this was like back in the day in like the 80s or 90s. Uh, somebody was just telling me that. It was like a 50 50 thousands at this point. <laughs> it was like a 50 50 split. Like you didn't know they're going to yeah. feed each other or do like like throw the cake in the other person's face a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I, I've never I don't think I've ever been at a wedding where somebody just puts the cake in their face. I think they just smear a little bit on their face. It's supposed uh, to be playful. It's supposed to be playful. It's supposed to be fun. Well, Here's this person the- that was telling me this deal I just went to. Uh, a uh-huh. wedding where somebody like smashed a nice portion of the cake, ruined the ma- like. I also think people now spend so much money on Wait, makeup. Finish the story. Wait, what? 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 What happens? They like put a like, like smash like a nice chunk of the cake Who in did? the face. What person the, to what the person? groom? The groom to the bride. This is the mistake right here. Not a. This is it the was, mistake right here. It was a caught by surprise moment, not rehearsed, and the no. bride left for fifteen minutes, <gasps> crying. People were gasping. It was a very awkward situation at the wow. wedding. You know what I would do if that so, happens? What? I, I grab my envelope and take one of those 50s out because that's not less than that long. <laughs> You'd take. Oh, uh, you would if you were attending the wedding. If I was attending the <laughs> wedding, I go, they get 50 less dollars for a mid, mid-wedding fight. You yeah. can't even get the fucking through the wedding without a fight. Yeah, you don't need to buy that much from fucking uh, uh, home market. OK, world yeah. market. OK, go yeah. for the cheaper rug. You two. You can't even uh, have a nice wedding kiss. Yeah. If you can't do the wedding cake nice, there's going to be issues inside the relationship. There's communication issues. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely something going on there. It's the it's the you can't do that to, to your bride. It's the bride's decision. I mean, also it's now if people spend so much money on the dress, so much money on the makeup, so much money on whatever. I mean, if they're into it, they're into it. It's funny if everybody's on the same page I'm about they- it. You, I think it would be fun. Like as an audience member, yeah, it would be fun. Like do something as long as they're on the same page. The audience yes. is on the same page. You should know this shouldn't even be like a question of if my bride would like this or not. Yeah, that's true too. It's if you don't know the person well enough to know. I mean, even me at my wedding, I don't want nobody rubbing cake on my face. Yeah, especially it's rub probably that, gonna be an expensive shit. cake. The cakes rub- are like you want to be classy. Oh, of course. You're going to say rub that shit where? I mean, the moment has passed. Well, I mean, especially say, me. Rub that shit where? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would say me. I'm doing a chocolate lava cake. You t- That touches my face. I'm leaving with third degree burns. You know what I'm yeah. saying, bro? Yeah. Scalding. <laughs> Scalding. I want to cut it open and it floods onto the dance floor. <laughs> I will be Augustus Gloop. Fucking I'm doing the slide across the dance floor for my chocolate lava cake at my wedding. Don't rub it on my face. Let me slide in that shit. You know what I'm saying? 
like a slip and slide. I would love if someone hid inside the cake and said, I objected when they went to cut it. I mean, that is the craziest because that, that's I mean, planned before. So one of the oh, people that's an inside job, that's an inside job, either the bride or the groom. Tremendous. So you think the bride or the groom don't know. That's got to be know. the wildest. Inside. Is it somebody from the venue that gets paid off? You got to be it's getting buddy paid Velasquez. off. It's Buddy Velasquez. <laughs> the, the cake boss himself <laughs> is inside cake, the cake. You mean Carlo? Is it Carlo the cake boss? No, that's his father. Buddy Velasquez is wow, the father. Wow, this kid does not even know New Jersey lore, huh? I don't wow, know. I thought you were from it. Carlos is his buddy is the son. Buddy is the heir to the throne. But buddy is the king now. So he's the king. You. He's the king now. He's the oh, king. Wow. Oh wow. No, yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. You think I the mean, cake boss, if if he so you think there's people getting married potentially in the yes. state of New Jersey that the cake boss doesn't agree with, and yes. he will he is open to setting up moles. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We got to get inside jobs. <laughs> we got to get the cake. This could be a reality to show. break up wedding. This could be a reality show. You'd have to give them the wedding for free. The wedding? Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I love that. Have you ever been at a wedding what? where you're like, there's a chance that somebody would object? Hmm. No. Have you? No, but sometimes when you sit it, I, I like... No, no, I haven't been to a lot of weddings and like, yeah, one I went to in Hawaii, like one I was like, it was like young love. It's like nobody's going to object to this. These people have been dating for a long time, but I would I, I want to go to one where like two people meet in the city. They met for like a year and a half and then they go to get married and it's local. That's like the prime time because like somebody yeah. from high school or college could still come through with like that knows them their whole life and just object. I, I want to object at a wedding. You want to object? I want to object. <laughs> uh, objection. We were friends with benefits and I want to keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't object to be in a relationship with them. When you object. officiated, did you have, did you open the, did you even give that option? <laughs> did you open it up in case anybody did. wanted to object? I said, if there's any objections, speak now or forever hold your peace. You said that? something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's part of the ceremony. Okay. It's part of tra tradition. Okay. 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 You have it's to see if there is any any knights that uh were still pining for your sister. I mean, maybe maybe some ladies pining for my brother-in-law. Don't you dare count them out, you know? So you would object to a friends with benefits that was just a great situation. <laughs> I would go, we had a good situation ship for a minute. Yeah. We had a good thing for I mean, we didn't we talked enough, but no one caught feelings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been able to replicate that in years. You were a dream. Yeah. You were a dream how non-committal we were. I object to you committing to someone. <laughs> Amazing. Right, let's, keep it, let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. I know. I keep, I, I'm too busy talking. I mean, this podcast has only got me more comfortable chit-chatting for long hours. Fellas, fellas, fellas. What's going on? I don't have anything groundbreaking to call in about, but I did just want to congratulate you guys on 100 episodes. I think you guys are the hottest dude in the podcast game. I've been listening to you guys every week when you're coming out with new episodes. So uh, here's to 100 more episodes. I wish you guys uh, all the sex success in the world going forward. Oh, he slipped. <laughs> sex. Uh, Was that all the so sex Freudian. in the world? Yes, all the, I mean, thank you. I, yeah, I, thank I, you. I, thank you for listening every week. Thank you. I wish, Robbie, I wish you all the sex in the world, too. I wish you all the sex in the world. I mean, why wouldn't I? Of course. 
Why? Well, I wish everyone all the sex in the world. Yeah. Well, uh, who wouldn't? I mean, I know a couple of people. I don't wish all the <laughs> yeah, sex. I don't in wish the world. It, definitely. <laughs> it's a couple of people like ah, you could do without. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't wish everyone, but interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for call. Thanks for listening every week. Sebastian and Robbie put me on the fucking spot. I tell you, Ted Jones here from the Ted Jones World Podcast. Sebastian Canelli. Uh, my main connection here on the podcast, but you guys are funny motherfuckers. I'm just enjoying my Labor Day out here. Probably going to roll up a stick pretty soon. Marijuana being one of my favorite things to smoke. And, uh, yes, you boys just have a wonderful 100th episode. Okay, Ted Jones out. Peace out, motherfuckers. Ted Jones, Ted, the energy Ted. is there. You should call back again. But Ted, Ted Jones. I got to tell you something, Ted Jones World Podcast. What? If you're listening to this, uh, Sebastian, no, wait, wait, wait. your hat. <laughs> that's, his, <laughs> that's his new gym attire. So you're the word and the gospel of the Ted Jones World Podcast is being spread uh, on Staten the, Island. Yes, Ted Jones did give me a Ted Jones podcast hat, uh, and, and you wear I, it to the gym. I didn't wear it the other day, and you complained. <laughs> you complained. I was like, where's Ted Jones world? Because I literally we were doing a machine and it was literally he Robbie left to go get a towel because my it was so sweaty. The back of my head. Yeah, I mean, that's Ted Jones. Ted Jones, you're keeping my sweat away from Robbie. And it's a beautiful it's a merch. Thing, we were inspired by your merch game. Ted Jones World podcast that we Did you, we might have to get in the merch game. Did you hear how he said that we threw him off guard uh, that we threw him and then it was. He, he didn't stop talking for a single second after Wasn't he said that. At all. Not, not off guard at all. I would love to know what it's like when Ted is <laughs> on guard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What is Ted Jones on guard? Because off guard, he's, like, woo, he's a mover and a shaker. He's just taking the SATs oh. on Adderall. <laughs> I'm going to roll up my, my favorite thing to smoke, marijuana. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's my second. I, I, I'm more of a salmon guy, you know? Uh, you go, oh, you smoking today? I go, oh, weed, not fucking salmon. I wish I was smoking some salmon. That's my favorite thing to smoke. All right, next we have uh, another past guest Ooh. called in. Wish us a happy 100 episodes and also got loud about something. So, What's up, guys? This is your boy. This is Devin. Uh, congrats on 100 episodes. Uh, thank you, all the hotties. Uh, you two especially, the cute boy. And the hottest guy in the podcast game. I want to get loud about right now is scratcher tickets. So I have won, oh, I've won a thousand dollars on one scratcher ticket mm -hmm. once, and I have been playing scratchers my whole life. Uh, I have won hundreds of dollars at times. And I think people don't know a few specific details about scratcher tickets. Um, a, you spend more, you win more. Buy the $5 ones, buy the $20 ones. They statistically have more winners in them. You got to spend money to make money. If you go and put a dollar in, you don't win anything, uh, you get disgruntled. You need to spend more. You can also check on the lottery websites uh, which scratchers have mostly paid out their prizes. This is public knowledge. So there are certain ones that you don't need to play anymore because all of the big prizes are gone. And you'll only win like 5 or $10 at best on those. So, and that's public information. You can just go on the website and check which ones have the highest statistics of winners still out there. And lastly... The amount you really want to win because it's uh, taxed like winnings, and so you're going to have to give back half of it back, um, so you, but unless it's under 
And in that case, you can just get it from the bodega if they have $500 on hand, uh, and they can just give it to you in cash. You never have to file taxes with it at all. But if it's over $600, you got to take yourself to the uh, lottery office. Uh, well, and there's one downtown Manhattan, and they'll cut you a check and give you a little winner's prize and such. Um, but if that's the case, then you got taxes, and you're going to have to pay at the end of the year. Um, anyway, congrats, guys. Hit me up if you got any more lottery questions. All right. Bye. I mean, amazing. Do you know what's funny? Great about education in lottery in lottery tickets in New York City and just the world. He's planning for people to have to he goes, and it's gonna be a hassle when we when we wig big, it's gonna be a hassle. You're gonna have to get taxed on it, you know? Like yeah. I like he's truly talking like someone that loves scratch offs, you know? Yes, this is he is getting loud. My buddy won five hundred dollars on his that's the perfect birthday. that's the sweet spot of i didn't know that you could look up like all the big prizes have been gone and it's like not even worth that ticket that is useful information it is i mean how often do you do scratch-offs not as much but in high school that i mean we all know i didn't drink in high school but sometimes sure. we would go to quick check and just get scratch-offs coffee hot chocolate i would get hot chocolate because i didn't even drink caffeine hot snacks, chocolate and a scratch off wow. we would all just sit in like the seating area there used to be like tables at the quick check and we would yeah, just do yeah. scratch offs and that is something when i learned you got to like do at least the five dollar ones if you want to win any and we would just play scratch offs because we could do that wow interesting my my grandma used to get me a win for life because i would help yeah. her carry her groceries in so she oh, would that was nice. if every time i helped her every wednesday we would go grocery shopping my dad me and my grandma that whose place i'm living in right now right yes and she would get me a win for life and I remember we would fantasize about getting, oh, what's going to happen if I win the win for life, me and my parents and my mother would just go, well, I'll tell you this. We're going to let your father cash it in because I'm going to die so much sooner than your father. <laughs> so even in the fantasy world as a child, my mom had to bring in her own mortality. I didn't even win for life. Just if in case. We, if we win, win for life, your father, your father's going to live a long life. I'm going to die so soon. Your father will not die soon. My mother, this was 25 years ago at this point. Not a health problem in front of her, you know? Yeah, that's funny. And I go, oh, mom, I would just go, no, no. I hope I don't win. Every time I would scratch, I go, please don't win. I don't want my mom to have to die. Yeah. <laughs> I want my mom to have to I die. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, this is this is how the beast diamonds are not made through in diamonds are not made in flowers. You know what I'm saying, Ravi? They're they're made what pressure and coal. Why do you have to take the fun out of it? Science experiment over here. They made whoa, whoa. <laughs> you're like, yeah. What are what are diamonds again? Pressure and coal. Yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, I understand that. You know. <laughs> so, well, anyways, so- <laughs> thank you for this call. Thank you for all this knowledge about trying to win scratch offs, and yeah, play the twenty dollar once. You gotta you gotta spend to win. You ever have those uh, like the. The prank scratch offs that no, ever flow in that. your world. No, I remember no, no, like no. one Christmas, my one aunt got, like got it for somebody. They thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And how they react? Just people get they cry of happiness, and then they find out that it's a prank. How much does it say you win? It's probably like fifty thousand dollars a year for life, or something like that. Maybe it's just That's fifty thousand so dollars. Fucked up. I know. 
You know who gives that? Someone that has no power in any other regard of their life that they need to control. Well, they think it's emotions. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is I, that? Well, funny? they think it's funny. I How mean, is I know. Funny? I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't. I agree with you. I remember I being a kid and being like, ah, it's a little weird. Yeah. You know what I do? Well, I the people someone, don't, they have like altered senses of humor. That I send I people know. test results from the doctors saying that they do have that, that that they have cancer. And I watch them crumble and they say, oh, no, I'm kidding. You don't have cancer. I, I knock on the door and I say they don't have cancer. These are my practical jokes. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's similar. It's it's very. Oh, it's very funny. I I ram into the back of their car. I'm sometimes driving. I ram into the back of someone's car and I go, it was your fault. And I'm suing your ass. You know, I'm taking you to court. My daddy's the D.A. You know, I go, no one's ever going to believe you. And I'm go, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll get here's my insurance. <laughs> I mean, bad joke. I get it. I know. I don't disagree. Bad joke. But thank you for the thank you for calling in. Thanks for being a guest. And thank you for all the knowledge. And scratch. <laughs> thank you, Devin. Devin has been at our shows September 24th. We're doing another one. Beautiful. Hey, Sebastian, Robbie, happy Labor Day. Hope you all out there supporting your unions. Just had a quick question. So when you both told your parents that you were going to be getting in comedy, this was the rest of your life, what was that conversation like? Let me know. I will say, yes, happy Labor Day. Labor Day, great holiday. Uh, and support the unions. It's nobody's. I didn't do it, so I can't whatever. But people love to post on Memorial Day about the soldiers or they love to post about veterans that like people love to be posting for some of these holidays. Not Labor Day gets no love about like labor movements is why we have nine to five. Like there's a lot of great things that happen. These labor movements, holidays, paid holidays. What's the deal? <laughs> next next year, I'm going ham on social media all day. <laughs> I'm giving you your music. You stay on that soapbox, motherfucker. I want more. <laughs> I want to see infographics. I also I see infographics every day. I didn't see anything about the labor movement for this holiday. Anyways, when you told your parents. You were going to do comedy. Your parents bought you your first class. Robbie right? boy for U.S. District number Union 543. <laughs> yes. The podcast. We're going to create a for podcast the boy union. union. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What, what about what you what you tell your parents? I mean, my parents, that was so long ago. What would you tell your parents? Well, when I first started, I didn't tell my parents that I was taking classies at UCB Good. They until I was like, maybe four levels, four classes in, uh-huh. uh, which is at 30 something weeks. And I think I was like jokingly, like smugly said, I was like, I'm taking public speaking classes. <laughs> My mom was just like, what? I was like, yeah, I used to talk a lot and be in front of crowds a lot in college. And I just don't want to lose that. And I would uh-huh. say stuff like that. But um, I was very anxious for a period of my life around this time. And not to get too serious. And I think my mom was just like wanted me to be happy. And my parents. Uh, I like went to the emergency room once because I thought I was having a heart attack because I was like so anxious. And I think it, after that happened, she was kind of just like, whatever you do that makes you not feel like that it will be better. And I was like, I think a lot of it comes from the job. Oh, yeah. I think it was more just like, 
always centered around that. And it's always kind of been centered around like, if you're not feeling bad, then I'm happy. So I think that's nice. kind of what it's been since nice. then. But yeah, I did say, I would say like public speak, like, I don't know. I just didn't want to get into it. And I didn't want, I just didn't know where anything was going. So I didn't want to get into it really. My parents kind of pushed it on me. That's nice. Well, they, I mean, I was, my life was in shambles. Yeah. I was Pompeii, but the city never rose. It was only broken. It was only broken. It's like someone built Pompeii. My life to that point was someone built a ruins and said, oh, and, and someone go, oh, was this a life at one time ago? No, no, we built the ruins. We built it. To, it was almost like a Disney exhibit uh, uh, of what a man could have been. You know what I meant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my parents were like, yeah, maybe they go, you, you like this stuff. Maybe you like this UCB stuff. My parents like introduced me. That's nice. I think he has the advice. Robbie, I think this person might be looking for advice. Here's the advice. Make your life so fucking bad. No, no. <laughs> no! <laughs> well, when you Make told me you were quitting engineering, go. what was that like? They didn't care. They were I just was like, whatever apart. makes you happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that might this be was the, the same semester they picked me up from the hospital. Yeah. Wow, we both went to the hospital. <laughs> I mean, make here's the advice. Make your life so bad that comedy seems like a like a, a good thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you are lost on a road and you don't know where you are. And you, you haven't seen anything for miles and you don't know anything. When you see a Denny's in the distance, you feel pure joy. When you're worried that you're going to die because you're running out of gas and a 7-Eleven gas station is up ahead. You've never been happier in your yeah, life. Yeah, you need yeah. to take yourself into the darkness so that set, so that comedy could look like a beam. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 7-Eleven is a Michelin star restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, or or you're just honest. Yeah. Or you're just honest and hopefully your parents support you. If not, you just try your best and then you make that or you make yourself happy. Yeah. Or you take yourself into the fucking darkness. <laughs> Let's do another call. <laughs> hey, Sebastian and Robbie. It's Shay Shay, your favorite girl ever. Um, I just wanted to tell you guys that when I first moved to New York and did the Runaway Bride, um, I came to your guys' show, and I got caught on stage with Robbie and was teasing him and whatever. Um, I became friends with you guys throughout the past few weeks, and I just want to say you guys bring me life. You guys are the best. Really proud of everything you're doing, and I think you guys are the shit, and you're funny sometimes, but keep it up, fellas. I love ya. Amazing. A runaway bride moved to New York, comes to the show, and we love this call. Thank you so much. Shay. Comes on stage. Goes on a, on a <laughs> fake date. You, and makes queen. fun of me on stage. <laughs> you were, it was, yeah. Epic show. Shay, you Which, are a queen. I'm plugging the show again. Come keep coming to the shows, people. September 24th, they're a good time. We go out after. Shay came back with the Lukey lunchbox and we went out until 3 a.m. again, 4 a.m. So we have I a mean, good time. <laughs> it's it's wonderful. I mean, I'm so it's so nice that like um that we get to meet people through the podcast too. Yeah, you know, nice. and she, yeah. Shay's a Shay Shay's funny because she's she does these paintings. Has she told you that she's a, she's an artist? No, she does paintings and they're beautiful. 
beautiful. And I go, oh, wow, these are so be- she showed me some of her paintings. I go, wow, these are fucking gorgeous. She goes, yeah, they took me 10 minutes. Wow. <laughs> She's that's a queen. amazing. Yeah, that's she goes, amazing. Yeah, she goes, I get hammered and I do these. They take 10, 15 minutes. I do them all with my fingers. That's what she says. That's amazing. Wow. That's what she says. So, I mean, we get to meet cool people. She's a renaissance man. You know what I'm saying, bro? That's right. And also to be a runaway bride and move to New York takes a lot of balls or takes a lot of, I don't know. How dare you bring balls into that? (laughs) That's what she was running (laughs) from (laughs) to begin with. That's what she was running from. It takes zero balls. Okay. It takes a lack of balls. Um, Let me do the next call. I'm going to have you guess who you think this might be. Uh, Hey, guys. Big fan of the show, La La Nothing. I've listened to every episode. Um, I, I'd love for you guys to like maybe have a guest return. Um, I don't know. I think like maybe Shannon O'Neill. That'd be cool. Um, <laughs> she was such a guinea pig for you guys. That'd be cool if she could just come on and shoot the shit this time. You know what I mean? I think she's so cool. Is she as cool as you guys? I don't know. I don't think we should compare people's coolness to each other. I think that's fucking weird. Okay, happy 100th anniversary. What? <laughs> wow, what a wonderful call in from a, from a stranger. Amazing wow. call. I mean, Shannon does have a point. When she came on, the, the, the podcast was a different beast. Very different beast. It was a she different- was our first guest that wasn't in the pilot run or your parents. <laughs> yeah, it was a different we did piece. a pilot run that we couldn't even get audio for a few of them. And then we dropped whatever we had. And uh-huh. then we <laughs> the immediate time we needed to book a guest. We couldn't find the guest. First time we needed to go with your parents. <laughs> the, <laughs> the first time we needed to book a guest on the on the fly. We've we failed to be able to do that. We knew then we were we got dropping chatted. the first ep- four or five episodes, whatever it was. And then we're yes. like, OK, we're going to have to do an episode next. Blah, blah. Whatever day we're dropping. Was it always yeah. Friday? I think so. It was like we have to have a, an episode by Friday. And so it was just like, look for guests. Look for guests. We couldn't find a fucking guest. And for we episode five, we couldn't find a guest. Yeah. And so I had to literally call my parents on the phone and be like, mom, dad. Like, I'm not a disappointment enough. I have a, their son has a podcast. I started a podcast. We've been prepping for at least like a few months at this point. And, and I can't mom, dad, I, you know how I have that podcast? Yeah, please don't tell my friends about it. Yeah. Well, anyways, well, dad, I can't even succeed at that. Can you please come on and save me and be my guest for this episode? <laughs> and they please? did it. Number one weed smoking podcast. It ended up being great. Number one weed smoking podcast. I mean, but we it, should. I would love. I mean, I would love if we had a studio and we could have guests in person and if we could do something with Shannon in person. But maybe we should just have her back on and then also yeah, have her back on if I, we have a studio. I think people should let us know who we should have back on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And also, know. yeah, there was a point. The the podcast has changed a lot. Yeah. And also so, you guys are doing shows together every week. Yeah, we'll definitely have Shannon back on. The only two constants have been. You and I, Robbie. That is the, the me and you are here every time. That's the only two constants. Wow. That's Which everything else is stream, a variable, uh, you know? stream rat scraps. And if Sunday night, great show in the Lower East Side. 
Oh yeah, Shannon and I do the show. Um, we do a show, yes. Rat Scraps. Shannon you're the, the you, her, and Connor have been the only constants for all of those. So yeah, we've been go, we've been doing those. So I know people from out of town have told me that they streamed it from the podcast. So keep uh, follow Rat Scraps and stream it if you if you're into it. Shannon's so yeah. funny, please. But yeah, we should definitely. And uh, I like that not comparing people's coolness. I know you kind of call me out on that. I go, ah, they're not cool. And you go, what is cool? You'll give you'll give me that shit the line sometimes. What is cool? Well, because to what you, is, it could be who knows. It's different every day. It's different. Eh? The the goalposts are always moving. Oh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a fair game. It's my game. You know what it's I mean? Your game. <laughs> it's my game. Why am I going to make the game fair? Yeah. Why am I going to make the game fair? I'm going to adjust it for it is what I mean. Also, coolness is a lot. That's true. It's an energy. It is an energy. It's you ever meet someone in this. I don't have that energy. You don't have that energy IRL. You don't think so? Not really. Most you of the think time, my, no. You think my energy is better in person or worse in person? Your energy changes. In person, people ask me, what is is he is he like? Is he have that strong of an accent? Is he really like that in person? And what do you say? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes no. Wow. I'm a mystery. I mean, you've said it on the podcast. They're all I'm Sebastian. A, as you're all to quote your therapist and to quote you many times <laughs> on the podcast. They're all Sebastian. I they're think I Sebastian. say he said it. I quote you quoting your therapist. A hundred percent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She's a uh, queen. Uh, let's do another call. Hey, Robbie boy. What's up? I'm calling for your hundredth uh, episode question. And uh, I did want to say real quick first, uh, I am a Dungeons & Dragons player, and I am the Dungeon Master, but I tend to do that drunk, so um, do that with with that what you will. Um, I did have a question, though. Let's say I come out from Washington State, where I'm from, and I visit you in New York. What are we sitting down and drinking? What are we... What are we doing? How are we partying? Anyways, uh, thanks and uh, congratulations on the hundredth episode, guys. All right, bye. This is amazing. This is like when, in the last episode, when I was like, I do scavenger hunts, and then my immediate response was to find four locos. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, I'm a dungeon master, but I party. It's it's because you it's, said all dungeon masters it's straight overcompensating. Edge. Yeah. He's overcompensating. Not all dungeon masters are straight edge, Sebastian. I mean, some come to New York and fucking party. I think I think that this I'm worried about partying with this cat because I think it might be his first sip of alcohol. You know no. what I'm saying? <laughs> he definitely I think I he might be so. worried. What this, I don't get know, that vibe. What sort of potion am I having over here? I don't you know, get that vibe. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, uh, God bless our fans, our fans. There are many things, but there's one constant. They are hot. You know, they I are, never knew that amazing. there was a hot dungeon master, you there's know, hot but it master. had to exist. It had of to course exist. There's a hot dungeon master. Of course. Coming out from Washington State to New if you came from Washington State to come see the show. Amazing. We would obviously love that. And uh, we would stay out, obviously. We'd but if you, he's going to hang out, what are you going to have to drink, Robbie? If he was to I drink come here to sodas. New York, I drink tequila sodas. Tequila probably. sodas. It depends. And then maybe 
just transition to a light beer at the end of the night. I think I like a tequila soda. I think Robbie would be having just a beer. I think we would both just be drinking normal beers. The last show I did tequila sodas. No. (laughs) Yes. No. I had tequila sodas. Wow. Good for you. Good for you. That used to be my drink. I used to just always drink tequila sodas. Yeah, I like vodka soda too. But hey, unemployment, tequila sodas, and Bud Light is two different, two different beasts. A hundred percent. But and I drink fast. Yeah. I gotta get like tequila soda than a thing with lime. But um, yeah, I don't have a go-to drink like that. I know if Luki Lunchbox would be there, he'd be drinking twisted teas. I can tell twisted you that. Teas. <laughs> party. I think it's good to have. I think it's good to like be able to drink for the environment. For sure. Like if you go to a fancy place, if, he, if you came all the way from Washington State and you had like a, a drink of choice or something that you like, whatever, I would probably do that. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. Yeah, a hundred. I'm not somebody who draws hard lines around that kind of stuff. No, I think that it's whatever you whatever you want, Dungeon Master. You know, we'll we'll except we'll, I hate we'll, a shot. I'm not. I don't do shots really anymore. We'll roll the dice. You know what I mean? And, and you could tell us where we're landing. Okay, you can you can move. <laughs> You can move our spirits <laughs> to wherever it might fill the cup, you know? Is that a Dungeons and Dragons reference? Yeah. That's nice. You never know. You never, you never seen those kids with the 40 side dice? I, I don't know much about the game. Really? Yeah. I think they make it up every time. I think that there's like a, I think that everyone plays a character. And they interact with, they go, oh, no, I'm an elf. And now there's, I'm standing. I know the master like runs it. He like directs. Yeah. He's like the director. It's like, oh, an elf, but you're locked in a basement. Oh, uh, roll the dice and see if you could break through the door of the basement. And you roll the dice. So in a lot of ways, your job, your full-time job prior to the pandemic was being a dungeon master. Honestly, I bet you some of the the dungeon master he's done might have been more grounded (laughs) and coaching him probably. Have you seen me, Dungeon Master? I don't jump up. And, and, and the, the Dungeon Master is the most theatrical of them all. The uh, Dungeon Master will be like. You're saying you've never been in a you've never been in an improv session where you were the most theatrical, despite you being the coach. No, I've never done that. I've never done that. <laughs> I'm I'm usually sitting there with my feet up. I've seen you crush as an improv teacher. Funny, funny's different than than Dungeon Master. Okay, okay. I was never theatrical, maybe emotional driven. Okay, okay. And that, how dare you call me a Dungeon Master on my hundredth episode? <laughs> well, thank you for calling it. Thank how you for listening, you? and thank you for toying around, flying all the way from Washington State to come see a show. We would love to to meet you in person. How dare you call me a dungeon master? It's no offense, caller. How, no offense, caller. No offense, caller. How fucking no dare you disrespect? No, how dare you disrespect me and make me feel little about myself? No, I, but you're wonderful, caller. <laughs> I think you're awesome. I would never fuck. I'd rather be in the grave than that. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's up? Um, congrats on on a hundred eps. Very exciting stuff. Um, been listening since the beginning. I have a question for you guys. I'm curious. I know, you know, I know about how your relationship has has uh, developed and how you guys knew each other pre-podcast, but I'm really curious, like, what those initial conversations were like um, about the podcast and exploring, like, the concept and how you guys sort of connected on that. 
um, and how it, it, it evolved from there. Uh, keep up the good work. Peace and love. I Peace love this. Peace and love. Peace and love. Um, interesting. You probably know, remember better than me. I definitely do. I'll take this call. I will say when we were first talking about doing it, you were like, all right, I want to do two a week. I want to do a bunch. And we were going to have two different podcasts with two different names. I was going to one on a Tuesday and one on a, you also, I think when you were, it was going to be getting loud about nothing was one of them. And then I liked the name phenomenal, which now is the name of our live show. And we like settled on just loud about nothing, but it was going to be two different podcasts. One on, Tuesdays and one on Fridays. 100%. One with we we do do two different podcasts. We just have it under the same name now. Yeah, I want to give the audience like an option whether which one they can listen to. You yes. know what I mean? I want to because I remember my idea at the beginning was that I don't want the people anyone that listens. I don't want them to care about the content. Yes. Does that make sense? Well, like you I said, want them to I, like you said me. you're like, I'm so fucking funny. I want no, socks. I can make socks. I can fucking talk about socks for an hour. I'm I so fucking funny. I could do. I just want to do a whole episode about drinks. <laughs> I said I did say I did remember that you being like, I'll do a fucking episode on socks, bro. I don't care. Like, yeah. I, I was like really driven on this idea that it was me that would like you could pick like, a tiny little thing and then make it. Yeah, funny for an hour. Interesting. And now, uh, yeah, and I remember I was just like, I want to do two. I want to stay busy. I was at a time in my life where I needed to add a little busyness, you know, which we get get busy. We did get busy. And now it's now it's, it's evolved. I think I this is kind of I don't know if this is what has happened <laughs> naturally, but this was always what I was like. I like this the most. OK, what we do now. I like we don't have a allowed about we don't do that anymore i like like where it's come where we just kind of like flow and have ideas that we want to kind of talk about um but i do think it was good to have structure up front to kind of like yes like we needed that before we could take the training wheels off and all those episodes are going to disappear one day so if you want to listen to them listen to them now because one day i'm going to slowly i think we did some great work i think we look back on this year i think it's a beautiful i'm very proud of what we've done in a hundred yes. episodes and in like, under a year. Yeah. And like, I worked for something for five years, five and a half years. And I felt like I was contributing. Not, I hated, like, I, that's what I felt anxious every day. I just like, I don't know. I wasn't proud of what I did. I was like, I'm, I could do something better with my life. Uh, and I do feel like whatever, as corny as this is, I think this is a beautiful like this last year was hard for a lot of people. And I think if you were listening back to this, like you get that, like you see that it was hard. We talk about, we acknowledge that to some level, but like it, we try to make it like beautiful in a way and funny and like generally just want to make people laugh. And I think it's go. nice. I think this it's is... a nice encapsulation of a, of a hard time, like a positive nice. spin on a hard time. One day. One day, this this podcast will be playing in a history class 200 years from now. This was the pain. So I was 16 years old. <laughs> my cousin's like, we got strip. <laughs> no, and I that's what. That. No, I forget I what it was. That. I forget what the... I never said anything like that. <laughs> I never no. said that. Um, no, no, no cousins ever with strippers, you know? No, that story no. has never happened. Yeah, that's no, it won't happened. ever happen. I don't think it ever will happen. Um, no, no, but I think that I remember just wanting to be 
this was at a time when um the theater I was a part of completely closed. Yes. And that I put a lot of my eggs, almost all, all my eggs, I would say, in that basket. Which felt like a mistake, and I felt like I didn't have anything to build on top of, you know? Yeah. So I was like, that's why I was very stressed about I had to be funny. And yes. it had to like it had to be people had to like me if they want to listen to this. Is this yes. a little too much to say? No, no, I think this is nice. I think that like I realized I was done putting my eggs in other people's baskets a little bit, you know? Yeah. And put it. I think that's a, that's a good move. And it's yeah. good. People get to see or hear you be funny. You're funny every week. Me Man, and my sometimes. friend, I saw she listens to I saw this weekend. She's listened to 100 episodes or 99. Uh-huh. And we both had this favorite one line that you've said for the whole podcast, <laughs> which is his name was a sauce. <laughs> when you tell, I, she, I was like, what's your favorite line? That I said it because I was like, I know what mine is. And she said that. And I was like, no fucking way. That's literally you could ask the question. I just taped it. When you talk about the fight you get to at the Holy Child Dance with Alfredo uh-huh. and you just stop and just literally like so emotionally scream his name was a sauce <laughs> uh but yeah no i it has changed over time but i do think those months where it was like we were both very alone <laughs> that we it's been good yeah i mean and it'll continue to grow yeah, i think that we'll course. just keep on working as hard as we can and it's nice to hear back from people because robbie and i put a lot of effort and a lot of work into this um, so we love hearing back from people as corny as that sounds, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think we're definitely over time. We have some more calls that we didn't get to, but maybe we'll get to them in some future episodes. Thank you, everyone who's listened. Thank you, everyone who's called in. Um, I mean, you guys are the best. Yeah. I mean, Robbie, you're the best. I couldn't have done this without you. you I know? mean, obviously, likewise. <laughs> yeah, um, that's beautiful. All right. Well, uh, next week we return back to talking about fucking uh, all our bullshits. Uh, yes. Thank you for listening to our hundredth episode. Thank you for listening to the podcast in general. Um, we're Nine twenty four. Do- Come see us. Yeah, we're gonna keep fucking doing it. We're gonna keep building whatever this thing might be. All right, Robbie, hit the fucking music. <laughs>